way I invest is around like I get to I get to build the future I want to see and not mm-hmm. necessarily the world that we live in today. And so sometimes I struggle with, you know, what what can be uh, brought to market today and how and how do we move how do we move things towards the future that we want to build? And of course, like, you know, I think about uh, of course, you know, health and whole human health and performance, like how do we make healthier people? Not just like, how do we make the healthcare system better, but how do we even avoid the healthcare system altogether because we just don't need it? Welcome to another episode of The Top VC. I'm your host, Adam O'Donnell. I interview top CEOs, venture capitalists, and tech executives based in Silicon Valley and beyond. I ask them one question. What's one unconventional trend or strategy that's worked incredibly well? There's no fluff. I get right to the point. Boom right? We're so healthy. We live longer. We live better. We, we are operating at our, our best per peak mental, um, physical performance. And, um, you know, we keep people out of the healthcare system because we're just that much better. <laughs> I, I love it. How do you, fu- how do you future cast on what that looks like? Cause you're basically saying like the goal is not to like get healthcare. No one wants to go to the hospital. No one wants to interact with the doctor. They just want to be healthy and live long lives, but they do that to do that and you, to, as, a, as a way to do that. But you're saying, hey, j- like, why don't we focus on preventative, which is just like living a healthier life so we never have to even interact with the healthcare system? Yeah, I mean, there's there's ways to enter the market today where it's like, okay, let's say we, we take somebody who's maybe not at their best or maybe they're at risk of something. How can we use, and I'm a big data person. I love, I love data. So how can we take um, our access to data, whether it's bio data, or um, behavioral data and make sure that we can, we can predict better or intervene better or um, utilize education in a way that we, we can slow down the deterioration of any sort of condition that somebody has, um, hopefully influencing behavior in a positive way. And that's where, you know, what, what I see is missing from a lot of the healthcare world is you know, it's, it's been sick care, right? It's been sick care, but now we're moving into a new um, era where it's like, okay, how can we influence behavior or change behavior? And it's really like, what's missing is we, the health is so aspirational. Everybody wants to like be smarter or healthier or like be physically fit, right? Everybody wants to be better in that aspect. And what doesn't, what we're missing in the healthcare system is like, how do we in- integrate that aspirational motivation and desire into how we influence behaviors? And it's really still reactive um, and, and or educational. People don't really wanna be educated. They just wanna be told what to do, right? Make a decision for me. Um, but if we tie in that aspirational aspect as well, I think we can influence behaviors better. That's really cool. It's like you're you're saying go to the source of the problem. So like stop like just like because once we've ignored the problem, it's it's too late, and then we're having to interact with the healthcare system. So yeah. go to the source, but the problem there you're saying is like the change behavior. It's and so, absolutely it's just the change behavior. How do you change behavior? Um, it's the hardest part. A, a, it's hard to get visibility as to what people are doing. Yeah, we can we can stick sensors on people all day long, but once we detect something abnormal happening. What is it they did? What that's the visibility we lack. But then also, how do we influence it? Um, 
And so <laughs> I think influencing is going to be the hardest thing. And it's not just ed education. Yes, education is the piece of it. Uh, we have to incorporate education, but also decision making. This is where AI and predictions and, and personalization comes into play. But then also, like, what is it that's actually going to motivate that person? It's going to be so different. And that's where that aspirational aspect comes from. Um, that's, that's really like, good. Yeah. yeah, it's taking that aspiration because we all want this, but we're not willing to do the work. But you're saying, how yeah. can we capitalize on the want and make yeah. it easy enough to, to you know, move in a yeah. different direction? What's the what and what's the why? That is so good. That is so good. <laughs> what, did you have a company that you thought really nailed that, that you've like looked at or y'all have like invested in that's kind of like on the edge of this change behavior through aspiration? Uh, so um, as far as uh, there's one I'm looking at right now, so I don't want to uh, give it away but they are tapping into uh, some of the more common uh, things that everyone deals with, you know, like at sleep or I don't want to feel pain in my back anymore, or I'm having digestive issues, but that's sort of their entryway into dealing with the whole person's health. Cause it may be somebody's weight that's causing the back pain could be something else or, but all of these whole human conditions could lead to greater uh, problems down the road. So they're addressing that earlier up front. Um, I did, there isn't a, a company I invested in. I'll talk about a couple of companies I invested in that are kind of trying to get in front of um, disease progression. And so I talked about early interventions, right? One of the companies that I invested in, they're doing remote patient monitoring, but they, uh, which sounds boring, <laughs> but they have built their technology in a way where they're completely device agnostic. They actually built their technology to monitor the astronauts in the International Space Station. So the astronauts currently in the space station are being monitored by their tech. And they have this conversational AI that they've developed that, because think about it, an astronaut doesn't have screens or touch, you know, they can't use their hands. And so they have to talk and engage with someone mission control may not respond for 30 minutes. I mean, it's far away from, <laughs> from where you are. And so they've built in this, this uh, engaging um, conversational uh, intelligence that can rework, not only detect what's going on with the individual, but rework their task based on what's going on with the body. If you're, if you're in a spacewalk for um, eight hours a day and you're starting to run low on oxygen or become dehydrated, you know, you may want to get back to the space station, but you don't know you need to, right? So they've taken that technology and are applying it now uh, with hospitals and they're working with Kaiser Permanente now with a bunch of high-risk patients. And so this conversational AI is a way of gathering information and, and checking in with patients um, while monitoring them, but they have these predictive models that determine you know who who is most likely to have an event and engage them early on so that's one early practical application of this that is sort of a way where they can start commercializing today but it's growing a bigger you know there's a, a bigger purpose uh in the future where you know you can you can apply this anywhere they've done integrations with alexa amazon alexa on their HIPAA platform so um it's, that's an interesting one that's a great example. And I, I love, I love the practicality. It's like, we're, we're monitoring it. And then we're also like suggesting and have that conversation. 
with the actual person. So it's not just like this monitoring device. It's also like yeah. confirming and getting a little bit more information about what's actually happening in, in the context. Yeah. That's really cool. They're able to actually rework the physician's workflow based on what they've developed for reworking the workflow for the astronauts to prioritize the patients that they predict they have built the prediction engine to determine who is most likely to have a, a serious health event imminently. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for your time and your trends. This is uh, this is super helpful and I know people are going to love it. Boom. Boom. <laughs> awesome. <laughs>